Call for Action presents Of Consuming Interest, a public service show that discusses scams, deceptive offers, and other consumer concerns. Here's the director of WJLA 7 Call for Action and your host, Shirley Rooker. Well, it's a beautiful time of year. I love the fall because it brings a lot of welcome things. A little bit cooler weather for one thing. School, the kids are back in school, and I love the leaves. There's nothing more spectacular than the beautiful colors. But there's also some things that we need to think about in terms of safety. Um, and I'm going to talk about those. My guest today is Mike McCartan. He's with Joseph W. McCartan Insurance. And Mike, welcome to Of Consuming Interest. Great to be here, Shirley. I, I, I appreciate the opportunity to help out. Well, you know, uh, the kids, as I said, are back in school, and that brings up some interesting uh, issues because we're going to go into daylight savings time, which means it'll be darker earlier in the evening, uh, giving them a little bit more daylight time in the morning. But what do we talk? What do we need to look about? We need to watch the kids walking to school. We need to know the rules about buses and stopping, etc. Right. I think we just need to take some extra caution. Remember, the leaves are going to fall but when they get wet. The roads are extra slippery. So so just slow down and look around. And and be careful of our, our youngsters as they go back to school. Yeah, it's lovely. I, I like seeing the school buses, but if they're causing your route to be uh, longer because you have to stop for them and you do have to stop for them, um, change your routes, right? I mean, I think that's the best advice that I've heard from people. So don't complain about the school buses and their stop signs because they're protecting our children. But let's talk about some of the other things that go on. And, you know, one of the things that um, I was surprised to learn is how slippery um, leaves are when they're wet, when they're on a wet pavement or wet uh, sidewalk they can be really dangerous. They're just like ice. And you you all have put out an advisory to your clients recently about the rain and the wet uh, the wet leaves. So what do you what do you recommend? Well, I, I think two things. You need to look at it from two different directions. One, from from uh, being a driver, work driving your automobile. Uh, be extra careful. Give extra uh, allow for extra dis distance to slow down on wet leaf covered roads. But you also need to be concerned at your home to make sure your your driveway and sidewalks are cleared from wet leaves so people don't uh, slip and fall entering and exiting your property. Yeah, that is that is a, a major concern, especially as we go into the fall party season. And I want to talk about those two elements. Uh, first off, I want to talk particularly about the homeowner's insurance and what some people may not realize, but that homeowners who've hosted parties have been successfully sued by guests who leave and who harm themselves, slipping on a sidewalk, have too much to drink, get in an accident, and so on. So we need to be good hosts, but we also need to look at it from the standpoint of insurance. And of course, that's what you're all about is insurance. So tell us some of the things that we need to be concerned about in terms of our responsibility for our, our hosts when we're when the wet leaves. Now, I can't help it if it rains overnight and there are leaves on my front walk. I haven't had time to go out there. What? How do I protect myself against somebody suing me for that? Well, I don't, you, you can't completely uh, prevent that, but Certainly, if, 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 if you're going to have a party or have some type of event, then you need to take the extra time to, to clear the sidewalk, clear the steps, 
make for a, a, a safe means of, of egress. Um, certainly, if somebody wants to sue you, a homeowner's policy includes personal liability coverage. And at a minimum, we would provide a defense. And if it was deemed that you were negligent, we would we could possibly pay on your behalf. A homeowner's policy also includes what's called medical payments coverage. Uh, so it's sort of no fault coverage. Somebody got hurt. You're trying to prevent a lawsuit. We would pay their medical bills in an effort to try and prevent a lawsuit. Mike, is there such a thing as a writer? Like, let's suppose I'm planning a big party. And um, I want to get special coverage for that party. Is there such a thing? Uh, well, generally, it's not necessary. A, a homeowner's policy includes coverage for host liquor liability. So as long as you're not selling liquor and you're just entertaining guests, you would be protected if somebody pursued you uh, due to a, a, an incident related to somebody uh, over drinking. I, I would also take, you know, you always want to take some extra steps and encourage people to, you know, have somebody have a designated driver or drive, take an Uber home. Yeah, uh, that's very good advice. Uh, leave the driving to somebody else. Absolutely. Now, it, is it the homeowner's responsibility to monitor the amount of, of, liquor that somebody's consuming? I mean, how do you know? I don't know how I would know. Well, in, in, in Maryland, the host or even a bar can't be held liable. So it's going to depend on the on the jurisdiction. Uh, you, you certainly can be held responsible for underage drinking. So if 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 it's, a, you know, maybe a holiday party and you have kids in high school and they have friends there, you certainly want to uh, not allow them to drink because you can be held responsible for that, but you can't be held responsible if uh, somebody uh, over-invited and, and hurt somebody on the way home in Maryland. Now, in the district, you could be held responsible. So it depends on where you live, but it, 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 it never hurts to take extra precautions. I mean, it's really kind of crazy these days with the availability of Lyft and Uber and uh, 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 cabs that you just don't pick up the phone and pay a few dollars to get home. That's right. I would totally agree with that. That makes a, that makes a whole lot of sense to me. But it also uh, brings up the issue. One of the things that when we talk about the uh, slippery conditions on the roads, especially in, if it's snow or whatever, and one of the things that my car always tells me in the wintertime is that my tires are too low because the pressure in your tires when it gets cold outside is lower, right? And that makes them have less traction. Is that correct? Do you know? Well, I think it probably gives them a little more traction, but you, you, you all, it, it, it goes more to the wear and tear on the tires and the, and the uh, uh, it's more to the wear and tear to be driving around on uh, tires that are not properly inflated. I see. And one of the things that you that uh, is advised to insert a penny into the tread. And if the all of the Lincoln head is still showing, your tread's worn down. So you need yeah. new tires. Yeah. Right? I think that's a pretty cool test because you can't yeah. sometimes just eyeball them to tell how much tread you have. No, and, mo and most tires now have little little uh, warnings, tread warnings. You, you wouldn't know they were there unless you look for them. But if you're getting down to the little... There's a little marker there that says your tires are wore out. It's, there's, you can do that also. See, I didn't know that, Mike, because my car's 12 years old. <laughs> so, or 
10, excuse me, it's 10 years old. So uh, I'm, I'm not an owner of a new vehicle. So they do have warnings there on them. Hey, you know, on, on the flying, tire. it's, 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 it's on the tires. Yeah. Okay. Now let's just take a brief pause here uh, to let our listeners know they're tuned in to Of Consuming Interest on the Federal News Network. You're listening to Of Consuming Interest. I'm Shirley Rooker. My guest is Mike McCartan of Joseph W. McCartan Insurance, and we're talking about various issues that occur, well, not just in the fall, but some things that are special to the fall, such as the slippery roads and sidewalks when there's rain and wet leaves combined. One thing that we didn't mention, and I don't have any clues, I said, I drive an old car. Do we still have an issue with the newer cars if they park on a pile of leaves? Is there a danger of them catching on fire? I, I think that danger always exists. Okay. Uh, I think it's more a factor of how dry we, we, we are at a particular time. If the, I mean, I, I certainly wouldn't encourage driving into a big pile of leaves that have been raked to the curb and park ever. But uh, certainly if they're, if it's had a lot of rain and they're moist, that that's better than driving into a pile of leaves that are completely dry. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. Yes, because I, I know that there have been incidences. We've had it reported at Call for Action that people um, driving, uh, parking, and the, and their cars have caught on fire because of the, the, the dry leaves will ignite So from the heat of the engine, I guess. But at any rate, it's just something to keep in mind when you're parking your car during the, the fall season. Well, let's talk about some of the other things that occur in the fall. And one of those is increase in collision with deer number of reasons it's the it becomes the mating season a lot of the deer are out and also these issue of visibility so that's really important but i know that you all put out something recently and talked about how do you avoid hitting a deer uh what are some of the things that you would advise consumers to do mike what, what uh just to be aware of your surroundings. I mean, in some, in a, in a lot of cases, they're going to jump in front of you and there's not much you can do about it. But uh, I, I actually live in a little bit more rural area. So I slow down a little bit at night. I'll put my high beams on and, and you know, if, focus down the road a little bit further. Uh, deer are more active between October and December. Sunset to midnight is their most active time. So when you're, you know, if you're coming home after dark from work, that's a time to be aware. And remember, if you see one, if you're fortunate and the first one doesn't hit you, there's probably going to be two or three more because they rarely travel alone. So if, you, if you're if you fortunate to catch one, see one uh, or one crosses in front of you and you, and, and you do avoid it, there's going to probably be another one. So, so be aware. Yeah, there's another one following right behind it. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I love seeing them. They're so graceful and beautiful, but boy, they can be deadly. So you yeah. really do need to be be very careful. Well, now, suppose you do hit a deer. Now, that's going to be covered by your auto insurance in most cases, isn't it? Uh, absolutely. So if you have comprehensive coverage on your, on your vehicle, we will pay for the damages less your deductible. So th there's absolutely coverage for that for, for a, a deer loss. We pay lots of deer losses. Oh, I'm sure you do. Yeah. Every day. Yeah. It's uh, and the loss of life, of course, is a very serious issue or serious injury to people who are involved in a, in a collision with a deer. Cause you, n neither of you win generally in a situation like that. Um, so if you do, so they should report it to you right away. Should you call the police? Should you call the park service? 
Is there anyone else for you to call if you hit a deer? Uh, you county? don't need to call the police unless the deer is 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 impeding traffic. Um, you know, our police are understaffed and overworked, so they're probably not going to respond to that. Um, you know, we can tell from the damage what happened. We're going to take your word for it. So other other than the fact that you left a, a big eight point buck in the middle of the highway that could create a problem for somebody else, I probably would not bother the police. Okay. Well, that's, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And, and the impeding the traffic would be the, the bigger, yes. the bigger issue here. Okay. So when do you call your insurance company? Should you call it, call them right then? Uh, call them the next day, et cetera. Oh, okay. What's the procedure? Well, most companies have 24 hour lines, but if, if we weren't open, if it happened after hours, just the, the next day is fine. That's not an issue. Okay. And the car itself, if it's severely damaged, of course, you're going to have to call a tow service. Does the insurance normally cover the towing? Yes. Yes. And so, yes. So if, if the car is not drivable, you could reach out to a, uh, one of our 24 hour lines and, and we will help get a tow truck for you. If you have access to a towing company, you could call and have them tow it to the shop that you hope to have repair it. Um, but one way or the other, we can help with the towing, but that would be included as part of the claim. Yes. Okay. So you really just need to understand what's in your insurance policy and to make sure you understand the procedures and so on, right? Yes. And and again, okay. I tell common sense. We're not going to penalize you for calling a tow truck and having it towed somewhere because okay. you didn't talk to us. Okay. Good. I like that. Uh so the important thing here is making sure you, of your insurance coverage. And let's talk about some of the options that people have who like me, who are, who are driving an older vehicle. Now, should I have collision? I mean, what are the, what are the things that I need to have on my vehicle uh, to cover it versus on a new vehicle? Is there any difference? Well, at, at some point in time, as your vehicle ages, you can make a, a decision to eliminate comprehensive and collision. So comprehensive coverage would be, you know, a theft or if you hit a deer, collisions if you're if you're in an at fault type of accident, run into a pole or another vehicle. So what you what you want to consider is the value of the vehicle. Uh, you know, uh, used car prices are way up. So I would I would generally suggest at this time that you probably are going to wait longer before you eliminate those coverages. Uh, and then, and, you know, and then it comes down to, you know, what, what, what can you afford to lose personally? I mean, they're, they're, well, what, what is the savings versus what, what is your potential loss? So your car is 10 years old. I'm, I'm sure it's in great shape. Um, you know, if, it, if it's, I, my, my guess is it's probably worth $10,000 or more. So, you know, you might save $200, $300 by eliminating the coverage. That's not worth a potential $10,000 loss. No, you're absolutely right. Um, are older cars often declared totaled by the insurance company? Well, I, I would say in, in the current environment of high inflation, a lot of vehicles are declared totals because more vehicles are declared total than, than we've seen in a long time because of the, the ability to get parts, the cost of rental cars while your car is being fixed, and then the, the high cost of, uh, uh, of replacement vehicles. Um, yeah. 
so, uh, that, so we're, we're seeing more cars being totaled th th than in the past. Okay. Uh, let's on that uh, happy or unhappy note, depending on where you're standing on it. Um, let's take a brief pause here to let our listeners know they're tuned in to of consuming interest on the federal news network. I'm Shirley Rooker. You're listening to I've Consuming Interest. My guest is Mike McCartan of Joseph W. McCartan Insurance. And we're talking about some of the things you need to know for fall driving or actually just all around driving. It's not just fall. Uh, and we were talking about a collision, uh, different types of coverage for automobiles and whether or not your older vehicle is worth having a collision and comprehensive. Well, you know, I, I have it on, on mine and I, I agree with you, Mike. I think today's environment is really uh, it's extremely expensive to replace a car and used car prices have really, really gone through the roof. So um, take care of the, what you have and drive safely. I guess that's the best advice. Um, any other thoughts on how people can save on their auto insurance? Because it seems like everything is going up these days with the rate of inflation. And I know a lot of people are out there and they're squeezed. You have this choice between car insurance and, and your groceries sometimes and your rent. So um, how can we best save on our car insurance? Well, I would say three things. Let an independent uh, agent like myself re review options with various companies. You should always have all your insurance when possible with one company. So your home, auto, boat, umbrella, there's discounts across the board. So everything should be bundled and with the same company. And then review your deductibles. Your deductibles should be an amount that in, in the event something happens, you know, you can afford to pay out of pocket. You know, one person, you know, a hundred dollar deductible might be all they could afford. Somebody else might have a $2,500 deductible. And certainly the more expensive your vehicle, the higher your deductibles should be. So uh, bundle yeah. coverage, review deductibles. Well, and newer vehicles, of course, I guess you're going to pay more insurance on them yes. as, as well. Um, okay. Well, let, let's go go back to uh, some of the, the issues in the fall. And what, no, I don't, I, let me take that back. Let us talk about something that you put out a, a flyer on recently, a notification to uh, consumers that had to do with your home. I see a lot of people in our neighborhood are doing some major renovations. You know, they've got those things out front that you put all the trash in that you're throwing away from the from the re, uh, the the uh, construction that you're having going on in your house. A lot of people are doing that this year. I think they stayed in their house for a long, long time and they looked around and said, oh, I need some work. Well, at any rate, the work rate is going high. But that brings us to the question of, are you increasing the value of your home? Should that be something of concern to these consumers? Well, I'm sure they're spending tens of thousands of dollars in some cases. Absolutely. So you should, you, you should contact your insurance agent, have a discussion about their work you're doing, and recalculate what you think the reconstruction cost is going to be when the work is done. Uh, and depending on how much work is being done and whether you're staying in the house or not, do you have the proper coverage? And sometimes, I mean, most cases, your homeowner's policy will provide the coverage you need in the event something happens during construction or you know, after it's done, you have the right value. But if you're going to leave and do substantial demolition, you might be better served with the builder's risk. So you, you need to pick up the phone and have a discussion beforehand. 
Well, that kind of it. Will your homeowner's insurance cover you too if you have someone come in to do work on your house and that person happens to um, have people working for him that are not insured? And of course, you should check that. But can they sue the homeowner or if they're injured on the job at your house? Well, they, they could absolutely sue the homeowner. But the, your first, the, the first thing you should do is always hire an insured contractor. And ask right. for it's called a certificate of insurance or proof of coverage. So if you're going to hire somebody to come to your house, ask them for proof of their coverage. Good advice. So that way you want to see it and know that they've got it. And of course, I always want to make sure that they have a license to do business. Well, and you want to. And the big, I apologize. The big thing is two things: they have liability insurance and workers' compensation coverage in the event. An employee gets hurt at the house. Yeah. And so that would cover it. And that would that would be a protection for you because the person who employs them is providing that kind of insurance, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. What are the it got in we we have a few minutes left here. Any other closing thoughts, Mike, for our listeners? Well, I would just, I mean, as we move into the fall, I would think of fire safety. Uh, people, you know, more opportunity that people might be lighting candles. Candles cause 3% of home fires. So, you know, be aware of where you're putting the candle. Make sure you put it out. Uh, chimney fires are an issue. People don't uh, get their, their chimneys cleaned. You know, at, at, at certain, there, there's creosote and soot buildup. So that creates an opportunity. Uh, make the bird nests, things like that in your fireplace. So you should every year or two get, depending on how much you use it, uh, have your chimney cleared. And then another big one we see every year, people have a fireplace, people keep it nice and clean. They they put take the ashes out, they put the ashes in a paper bag, put them in a garage or a deck, the ashes haven't cooled and all of a sudden we have a big fire. Yeah, so it can happen. The ashes should go in a tin can and away from the house. And I would recommend don't take them out until the following morning. At least. when, the, when, yeah. when you, you, I mean, once they've cooled, don't right. touch them until they're cooled and then get them away from the house. Yeah, yeah, that is that is very good advice because, boy, you don't want a house fire. Um, and then the, the only other thing I would add is uh, keep your gutters clear. And if you have... Uh, uh, basement drains, basement stairwells with dra drains. Make sure you go down mm -hmm. there every week or so and clean the leaves out so you don't create a flood situation. Oh, yeah, that's very good advice because those leaves really can provide, <laughs> they're better than any other plug you could get. Yes. Uh, yeah, that's really excellent advice. Well, you know, Mike, as usual, you've given us some good things to think about. Uh, rain, wet leaves, children at school, deer on the road i mean and when we're entertaining what do we need to do to protect ourselves you've got we've got about a few seconds you want to say a final word well i i appreciate the opportunity and i i just think that you know slow down be aware of your uh your environment and and just spend a few extra minutes uh looking around or cleaning up you got it. Well, Mike, thank you. You've given us some valuable advice and um, really helpful things there to help us go into the fall season safely. You have been listening to Of Consuming Interest, 
my guy, my guest is Mike McCartan, who's with Joseph W. McCartan Insurance. And of course, we've kind of covered the waterfront for you in terms of what you need to look for this fall as our kids go back to school and we start planning holiday parties and that sort of thing. So just make sure your insurance coverage is what it should be in those circumstances. Um, you've been listening to the Federal News Network of, of Consuming Interest. I'm Shirley Rooker, and if you want to get in touch with me, you can reach me at Shirley at callforaction.org. Thank you for joining us. Of Consuming Interest is a public service program presented by WJLA 7 Call for Action, hosted by Shirley Rooker. Call for Action is an international nonprofit network of hotlines which offer free and confidential assistance. If you have a complaint, contact Call for Action at 301-652-HELP. That's 301-652-HELP. To be your best every day, you need proven quality sleep every night. Science proves your best sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. And that's where the Sleep Number Bed comes in. And let me tell you, ever since I've had it, my Sleep IQ score is just going higher and higher. And did you know 8 out of 10 couples say that one of them sleeps too hot or too cold? Science tells us regulating your sleep temperature leads to higher quality sleep. For many couples, temperature struggles are a real challenge. So here are some tips to help you both sleep just right. Look for beds designed with temperature benefits such as the new Sleep Number Climate 360 Smart Bed that actively warms and cools each side so you both sleep blissfully comfortable. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number 360 Special Edition Smart Bed. Plus, special financing for a limited time. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com slash podcast one. Sleep Number the official sleep and wellness partner of the National Football League. Subject to credit approval, minimum monthly payments required. See sleepnumber.com for details.